the South Coast End Zone Podcast. Extended coverage of high school football from sports editor Lori Lose of the Standard Times. Now, the South Coast End Zone. Welcome back, high school football fans, to another edition of South Coast End Zone, the podcast. After a one-week hiatus caused by uh, my vacation to New Hampshire, we are back <laughs> That's again. Okay. We'll let it slide. Sports editor Lori Lowe's. I'm digital editor Brendan Curry. How you doing, Lori? I'm doing great. You excited for uh, week five? Uh, although game already? four for most of our yeah, teams, right? Yeah, a lot of teams have had buys. Yeah, I think we only have, we have one team on a buy this week. Stang. Stang, yep. and then only one team left that hasn't had a buy. Is that right? Yes. Uh, uh, Vogue Tech, have they yep, played Vogue every Tech, week? They've yeah. played four games, and then they play this week. They play Poniquit. So. so that'll be our only team with five games yeah. after this week. <laughs> Um, so we'll start off uh, looking at the Friday slate. Uh, you'll have a little more to say than I will. Uh, I miss. I did not attend any games last week. You know, it's funny. I think this is the first fall that since you've been here that we both have had like back to back Fridays off. I, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah never. It's, had, it's rare to, for one of us, <laughs> either of us, to ever have a Friday off. Yeah. So, so. Uh, let alone back to back. So. Um, yeah, so we actually only what one Friday night really that we've both both been here. I guess two, but the first week there was yeah, almost there was, no games. Yeah, there wasn't that many games. So so, uh, so let's start with some of the Friday action. Um, so Friday at four o'clock we have a trio of games. Uh, one of them is Old Rochester at Dighton Rehoboth. Uh, I'll be at that one, but you actually got to see the Bulldogs last week. Yeah, um, they really bounced back from that loss against the Poniquit. Uh, Ryan Th- uh, Thomas really came out huge in that game. He scored um, on two rushing touchdowns. He also threw uh, a touchdown pass. Um, it was his second touchdown pass of the year. And they just made a statement early. I mean, they were up big. Um, Vogue Tech really didn't have an answer for them. <coughs> Excuse me, I have a little bit of a cough right now. Um, but they jumped out to, to a kind of a big, big lead and just kind of co- I'm coasted. I mean, we're in the third quarter and they're doing running time. <laughs> They were up 42 nothing, um, you know, in the uh, in the second half, and at that point in third quarter. So the second half went by quick. It was like all yeah. of a sudden you looked up, and even though it's 12 minute quarters, um, you know, it was it was close. You know, it was just quick. And then uh, Cam Brzezinski had a big game. He had a, a rushing touchdown. He also ca- caught the touchdown pass. Uh, I mean, they were just firing on all cylinders i think it's kind of how they they thought the offense would be this yeah. year you know what i mean well i'm sure they were fired up coming <laughs> off the eponiquit loss yep you know another an sec battle here yeah Vogue team, team people that's were kind of wondering yep. how good they were after those first two blowout wins and yeah they've come back to earth a little bit here in the last two yeah and thomas really um i mean he really seemed like he kind of you know stayed within himself and also, you know, felt good about running running the option. I mean, he had a lot of big runs where it was 16 yards, 15 yards, 14 yards, 18 yards, you know, and it just really uh – he looked comfortable out there. Um, I know you saw them against Aponiquit, and I know you said it. Yeah, it was yeah, a little different a story against Aponiquit. Yeah. Um, you know, his throwing accuracy <laughs> was a little off. There were also some drops from receivers, but I think he was one for eight passing, yeah. I believe, in the game I was at. And uh, I'm not entirely sure he finished with positive rushing yardage. Yeah. He might have been negative and, rushing and yardage. I, not that they rushed for many yards at all, as, you know, as a whole team. Um, in that game, Cody ran for, I want to say it was like about two yards of carry. Yeah, in so that one, big um, they got DeWolf mm-hmm. free a little bit. I don't know if he ran much against Vogue Tech. A few times, you know, um, wasn't he actually had the dirty. most success against Aponiquit, but they just were kind of getting <laughs> stuff left and right there. So good to see him bounce back there, and uh, you know, Thomas kind of get that passing game going yeah. a little bit more. It seems like uh, Brzezinski will be a pretty good yeah. weapon for him. Well, I, I talked to um, you know Coach Gilbo after the game, and he basically said, you know, 
I told Ryan, like, take what the defense gives you. You know what I mean? Like, you're a smart kid. You're you're up there. Like, you know, run that option and take take what they give you. Don't try and force things, you mm-hmm. know, and that's what he did. I mean, so he was really – There's a lot like, of, like, RPO, <laughs> a lot of yeah. run-pass option. Yeah, there. you know, and, and he just, uh, you know, um, he just did a really good do- job of kind of ma- – let us say managing, but running, running the offense, you know, the offense. Uh, and they look good. Um, so they uh, they face a Dighton Rehoboth team uh, that's oh winless. Three, yeah. Oh, win three on the year. Although looking at um, you know DR's uh, you know games this year, like they lost this past week uh, to Somerset Berkeley, and it was fourteen seven. So then uh, it's kind of like even though they're winless, they're still that defensive minded team. Game, right? Yeah, they uh, they they've only uh, let, let up fifty six points in three games, so that's not too crazy. It's not like they're getting blown out. Um, you know, they're pretty much in games, but it looks like the offense is struggling this year. They've only scored 17 points in three games. So, you know, uh, it might be a challenge, you know, for, for DR to kind of go up against old Rochester's defense, which, you know, pretty much not to say they, they almost shut up Volk tech. I mean, that touchdown came late in the game where it was, you know, it, it didn't really matter at that point. And even you know, in the loss to Aponiquit, like that was a yeah, seven-point like, game until the final two minutes. Yeah, you know, um, I know they did give up, you know, a good amount, 27 points against uh, Dartmouth, but, you know, that's a higher division team, yeah. first game of the year, kind of that thing. So uh, so that game, yeah, you know, I mean, it's a big game. I know at this point, you know, with Old Rochester losing to Aponiquit, it's kind of like, all right, you lose one game, do you even have a shot at the conference? But, you know, they need to take care of All Dighton Hobbit. take care of what you can do, win yeah. out, and hope that Aponica and hope, finds a loss somewhere. Yeah, hopefully, you know, I think they're hoping, like, Somerset Berkeley knocks off <laughs> Aponiquid and yeah. they can knock off, you know, beat Somerset Berkeley, and maybe they'll have a three, three-way three uh, tie or something there. But that game is uh, 4 o'clock, uh, Old Rochester at Dighton Rehoboth on Friday. Also uh, Friday at 4 <laughs> o'clock, uh, Seekonk uh, at Wareham. Yeah, uh, so Wareham, they uh, – a little bit of a reality check. Yeah, um, but you know, still competitive game yeah, against Fairhaven. Yeah, it, it was. Um, I mean, it was kind of one of those games where, you know, they came out. They came out strong. Uh, Fairhaven scored. And then uh, Warren comes back on the ensuing kickoff and returns it for a touchdown. I wasn't even looking up. I was writing my notes from the Fairhaven touchdown. And I'm like, oh, my God. This kid just had a, uh, you know, a kickoff return for a TD. Um, but they just kind of got worn down from, from Wareham and just – you know, uh, you know, they made a lot of mistakes. You know, they had turnovers. Uh, they had penalties. Um, Fran Cass afterwards said they had a horrible two weeks of practice, and it showed. Like, mm. they just had bad practices. And he said, you know, you practice how you play and, and just penalties. <laughs> like, a lot of times they got into the fair, uh, like Fairhaven uh, red zone even. Uh, I think it was at least two times, maybe three, and penalties took them out of it. You know what I mean? And they ended up one time they turned the ball over. Another time they turned it over on down. Like they just, you know, and, and the penalties kept pushing them back. There was a lot of like three and 25 or three and 22, you know, third down is one. And it just, you know, they, they don't have the kind of team that can, you know, once you're behind yeah, the eight yeah. ball, you're going to yeah, struggle. So, yeah. um, uh, but Gilly, I mean, this kid, you know, continues to impress. Uh, he, was strong early in that game, but Fairhaven kind of solved him a little bit. Like they, they put a few different guys, you know, um, kind of on him, but, uh, he, he ended up scoring two, I think it was two touchdowns, uh, in that game. And I can't, I think he had a two point conversion as well, but he leads the area, uh, in points with 50 points. Eight touchdowns. Right? Yeah. Eight yeah. touchdowns on the year. So he's come on really, really strong, but, uh, you know, Seacock, I don't know. I mean, they're three and one, uh, they did lose they last week. They beat Fairhaven, though. They did beat Fairhaven. And Fairhaven beat, beat Wareham. Yeah, so, so if you, 
play the score game there. Yeah, um, but they uh, they were they were pretty. And close. they beat Fairhaven fairly handily. Oh remember? yeah, that yeah. was there. Yeah, that was. Was it forty something to twenty something or teens even? Was yeah, it I teens? think it was teens, yeah. something like that. Uh, that was a couple weeks ago. But uh, last week, Seacon hung right with Aponquit early in that game. I was kind of watching it as I was going, you know, on Twitter as I was at the old Rochester game, and and uh, you know. Aponiquit ended up emerging in the second half, but 35-20, Seekonk hung um, with Aponiquit in that. I guess it was a crossover because they're technically not in the same, you know, it doesn't matter as far as, like, the division standings because mm-hmm. it's, you know, like... Large and small. Large and small, gold and blue, whatever you want to call it. Um, but, uh, yeah, so, I mean, it's it's going to be a challenge this week for, for uh, Wareham. It doesn't doesn't seem like it's getting any easier, you know. Um, no, I mean, the easy part of their schedule was that... Yeah, the early first part. couple games yeah. of the year. Well, they'll get born again, so that'll be nice. Yeah, then, so they'll uh, see them again. You know, if they can, you know, two wins, if, you know, if that's enough or maybe one more can get them into the playoffs, and suddenly they're playing these div- other Division Eight schools. Teams that are the same size. You know, they, I mean, they, they're hanging with, you know, lower-level SEC teams, so they could certainly hang with you know, Mayflower level division eight teams. So. Yeah. And what I, from that game, the Fairhaven Wareham game, I mean, I know they don't have a lot of kids, but like Fairhaven didn't seem like they had a lot of kids. Like you know what I mean? Like it was kind of, it seemed very well, those even. Those are probably the two lowest. Yeah. The two lowest in the area. area although yeah. Fairhaven was a little better this year, but a lot of those kids are so young. You're probably not yeah. even, you know, they're freshmen. They're playing on, you know, they're not, you know, ready for varsity action yet. Yeah. And uh, so that game is uh, Friday. It is uh, Seekonk at Wareham four o'clock. All right, so then our, our one team still looking for its first victory here. <laughs> yep. Uh, Dartmouth is traveling to Durfee, right? Nope, they're no, home. At, that's right. It's at Dartmouth. Yep. At Dartmouth, 4 o'clock on Friday. Um, this is actually when they got their first win last year. Yes. As well, they started 0-3, and they got a narrow win yeah, on the kick close. return yeah. by Nate Oliver. I want to say 14-13. Yeah, something like that. I don't, I don't have last, <laughs> last year. I think it was Nate Oliver score. kick return, and then um, possibly a two-point conversion, I think he scored, to actually win it, so it may have been a... Yeah. Your memory's better than mine from last okay. year. Well, you were, you, were, you were on maternity leave, so it's not to be excused. Actually, I think I, I might have been uh, in the hospital at this point getting ready to, to deliver the baby. But um, So yeah. they're going to be looking for the you know, same thing this year. They're going to be looking to you know kind of get off the schneid here and, yep. and get that first and win. They've, and they've, they've had you know two weeks to kind of get ready for this game, having that bye. Um, you know, and I know they, you know, even though they haven't, you know, won a game yet, I mean, they've, it seems like they've come out strong. You know, they had that overtime loss, uh, to old Rochester. Um, you know, they opened the season, God, I'm drawing a blank right now of who they opened the season against, um. I'm trying to think, it was Falmouth. 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 Yep. They got Fal- they got to be pretty good by yeah, Falmouth. Yeah, but Falmouth is, Falmouth is going to be good yeah. this year. They're going to be really good. Um, and then uh, their third uh, the third loss. I'm trying to think of who it was. Um, they lost to Old Rochester. They lost to Falmouth. And the third loss, Attleboro. Like, Attleboro. Yeah. And Attleboro, I feel like is one of those teams that like they're like they can be really outstanding, but they're always like every year they're always pretty good yeah, you know what i mean the, like the floor like, is yeah, still pretty high yeah you know like even when they're having a bad year like you like we talk about bridgewater rain and we can talk about that in a few minutes yeah. with the new bedford like everybody's like br is down and this that's year kinda, when we, we talk about dr already yeah. that's kind of dr story yeah too, it's like know? even when these teams are down they're still pretty good so you know attleboro is always good so i mean I, i'm sure rick white will have them ready um Durfee this year is two and two to start the year. I know one of their big wins was over Somerset Berkeley. Um, I think that was in their season opener, so that's you know they had got gotten that. So I guess in their last three games, they're they're one and three. Um, so you know we'll see if uh, Dartmouth can kind of get kind of repeat last year and get in that win column, you know, against the Hilltoppers, and and maybe that'll get them going. Because um, I mean, watching them yeah, against the run out. I mean, you know, at this point you got to start picking up some wins if you yeah. want to make the playoffs. Get yeah, much longer. No, and I mean watching them against Old Rochester a few weeks ago. I mean, their oh. offense really, I mean, it looked good. 
You know, um, I mean, it looked, you know, they were able to put points on the board. I mean, the defense did give up 33, 33 points, but it was just, uh, you know, they were able to move the ball down the field. They were able to score. Um, you know, I just, you know, I, I sometimes I think yeah, I haven't seen them yet. That, so. That, so yeah. Sometimes I feel like sometimes it's the competition. You know what I mean? Like, you know, if we oh, yeah, put them against some of the other team can look great yeah. one day against certain competition and it, terrible yeah. the next day. I mean, so. yeah. I mean, look at what Vogue Tech did. You like look at week two versus week three. Yeah. You yeah. Know, they're almost opposite scores. You know, it's uh, a lot of it comes down to, you know, who you're playing against with how good you look. Yep. And uh, so that game is uh, Durfee at Dartmouth uh, Stadium at 4 p.m. on Friday. And then we got one more game on Friday night, uh, Fairhaven, which is going to play its second night game of the season. I think it's our only team to play a night game. Yes, because Aponiquit was supposed to play at night last week uh, against Seekonk, at Seekonk, on Friday night, and they ended up moving it uh, <clears throat> to Saturday during the day. So uh, I'm pretty sure Fairhaven is the only one to play at night. Yep, they, they played at Seekonk earlier, yep. and now they're going to be playing at Case. Yes, at, uh, at 630. 6.30 on Friday night. Uh, Case is off to a nice start this year. Yeah. This is going to be a tough one for the Blue Devils. Well, after the game, I was talking to uh, Coach Bolger, and I said, oh, how's Case doing this year? Are they a little down? You know, because you figure, like, you know, they've kind of, the brothers had kind of come and gone, you know, like graduated. Yeah, excellent season last season. You know? And he uh, said, but they brought back the quarterback, Yeah, right? the quarterback, yeah. yeah. And, and he said, oh, no, they, they're... They're good again. I'm blanking on his name right now. Smaller guy, but re- really good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So they're 3-0 and to start the season. Um, you know, they've outscored their competition. They're not blowing people out. Like, they've only scored 65 points in those three wins. Um, you know, and they've given up 28 points. Um, but they're undefeated. They're getting the job but done. it's really only two games. It's only, yeah, the two games. Because one game was technically a forfeit Four- against Diamond, so they only won it 2 to nothing. Yeah. So and then Really, they're averaging like 30 points a game, yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. 30 points a game. Good good catch, Brennan. Good catch. <laughs> uh, but Tri-County and Bourne are the two teams they've beaten. So we already know Bourne down a little like bit. Crushed by Wareham. Yeah. Down, yeah. A little bit might be uh, and tri- kind. Tri-County. You're being very kind to Bourne. Yes. Uh, down tri- a little bit. <laughs> Tri-County, um, you know, Mayflower League team, you know, they might not be as good a this good year. A good Mayflower but team. Usually but, good, you know, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so, um, so I mean, you know, who knows? I mean, at this point, you know, they got the forfeit, and then they got those other two wins. Um, you know, Fairhaven has a little bit of momentum. I think the big thing for Fairhaven is whether or not um, Cameron uh, – God, why am I drawing Gordon. a word? Yeah, Gordon um, is going to play or not. Uh, I know this past week he uh, saw limited action. Uh, he was a little bit banged up and then went, went out in the game and played and, uh, and ended up t- uh, turning his ankle. So then – he didn't play as you know. He kind of have another quarterback. Yeah, Peter Joseph, Peter Joseph. Peter Joseph. He threw it. He threw a touchdown ba- a pass to Owen Sabula. He looked good out there. Um, you know, it's just uh, you know the guy. You know, when you when you're planning on one guy being the guy, and you know, and he's got to miss a couple games, uh, makes it tough. So we'll see if he's going to be back for that game. But Owen Sabula was impressive. He had an interception on defense. Um, he also had. Uh, I think I had him down, what was it, two two rushing touchdowns, like a, 145 yards or 150 yards, and then he caught a touchdown pass. Kind of as Owen goes, so go the Blue Devils, right? Yeah, and he, uh, and he put uh, uh, Gonzalez's hair back in a ponytail. He did a really good job doing a ponytail <laughs> so that they could uh, cut the hair. I don't know if anybody's seen the Got video or not. hair management skills. Yeah, you know, afterwards it was, I didn't realize what was going on. I was standing there waiting in the hallway for, you know, the co- you know Coach Bulger to come out and a couple of the kids come out, and everybody, all the kids start swarming out screaming and chanting and you know they, they take Kenny's hair and they put it back in a ponytail and they're like he's cutting it he's cutting <laughs> it and I guess it had him cut in two years so I was standing there with my 
phone. So so we have video attached to the story. So if you haven't seen it yet, go uh, go check out the Fairhaven uh, Wareham football game and a haircut. Yeah, yeah, you know. So that was pretty exciting for them to kind of to to get in the win column, and you know, hopefully that'll carry a little bit of momentum for them. Um, but Case, you know, I guess we'll see how good either team is. Like if Case really is, you yeah. know, I mean, Case they were in the SEC championship yeah. game last year. They gave old Rochester everything they could handle. Yeah. In that game, uh, you know, a year ago, and you know, obviously they lost the younger Costa and that Chris yep. Costa that um but you know, I'm sure they I bring brought back the quarterback and I'm sure some other uh you know playmakers yeah so I think you know I mean Case Seacock Fairhaven those are probably the three teams in the in the smaller division that are kind of you know just dis- I guess a discussion for, for the for the small conference yeah so but that game is uh 6 30 Fairhaven case at, in case. the driver's seat I'm guessing they only have the one game over Bourne, so yeah. they're they're one and zero. Yeah, it's up to see. We'll see what they can yeah, do. Yeah, Seacock, I think is one and zero because they beat Fairhaven. Yeah. So I guess Fairhaven's kind of they need to they're in like a yeah, must need could, yeah, yeah but must win situation there. Otherwise, they, yeah, they've lost the, the two teams that would be ahead of them. Yeah. Um, so let's move to Saturday here. Um, uh, maybe one of our more surprise undefeated teams so far is Old Colony. Yep. They're going to get their toughest test of the season though. Yes. This week uh, against Blue Hills. Um, I believe I saw they're both ranked in the top four in Division Eight. Uh, yeah, by the you were Boston telling Globe. me that. Yeah. Um, I believe it's Old Colony was three and Blue Hills was four. Okay. Um, but they're they're both uh, undefeated, right? Both three. Yep, three and zero and three and zero. Yeah, yeah. They're. Uh, I mean, this is a huge game in that Mayflower Athletic. Uh, and they're small. finally home. This is the first home game. Yeah, of this year is. For Old yeah, Colony. this is their, their their first home game. So you know you got to see. Uh, they've been doing all this great work on the road, and now they get to come home. So finally the fans get to see what it's all about. <laughs> I know they they you know if they haven't been traveling with the team but uh they i mean it's it's the ground attack uh they haven't thrown a touchdown pass um yeah a couple years yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all, go all the way back to jack murphy i know jake murphy i was confused those yeah, two jake. one was the lineman one jake, was the quarterback yeah, Jake's okay. the quarterback yeah right. and uh so th- all 13 of their touch lucky 13 all 13 of their touchdowns have come on the ground this year um and they've uh they've gotten the job done on defense they've only given up 18 points in uh in three games so you know about six a game, uh, six points per game, and they've scored 90. Uh, Thomas Stanton, who has been our athlete of the week slash football player of the week, of, uh, I think two times so far this one year. One athlete of the week, yeah, I believe, one, fo- one football, yeah, football player of the week, yeah. he, uh, he leads the way with Large six touchdowns. Large voting contingent at Old Colony. Though, yeah, they love to vote. Yeah. So, uh, so if, you know, uh, you can always go out there. He's we, kind of their short yard. He's not a lot of yards either. He's just no, touchdowns. No, no, yeah. I mean, they kind of bring him in on those goal line situations. Yeah, and, and he punches it in. Yeah. Um, you know, and uh, meanwhile, Blue Hills has out, uh, scored a little bit more. They've scored 115 points, um, you know, in their three wins uh, and only given up 41. They've had wins over Hull, Diamond, and Cape Cod Tech. Uh, their big guy is Kevin Gibbons. He's scored a team-high six touchdowns with five coming on the ground, one through the air. Uh, their quarterback, Jesse Shields, has thrown uh, three touchdown passes this year. So that's the two, kind of their two-headed monster, the quarterback and the, the running back. So, uh, you know, I guess, this, like you said, this will be the big test. Colony, they got Matt Bumpus as another weapon, yep. uh, Kyle Scholes yep. as a quarterback. You know, maybe they can get a little bit of the passing game going. That would be nice to probably get a little more balance. I'm sure Mendes would like that a little bit. Yeah, he likes to run. He, he, likes, he likes to, to run, but their best season, right? That eight-win season, that was when uh, they well, were Yeah, they were the able to get done both yeah. ways. So that game is uh, 1 o'clock, and it is Blue Hills at Old Colony on Saturday. It's also, is it their league opener, I believe, for yes, the Cougars as well? Yes, it is. So. Yep, it is their league opener. All right. So now uh, probably the one the local fans maybe probably most excited about this week. It's your game of the week. Yep. Uh, the Whalers coming off Woo-hoo. quite the uh, historic win, we'll call, <laughs> yes. over Bridgewater Raynham. Um, have Barnstable come into town. Yeah, I mean, and uh, they're riding high, three and zero Whalers. Uh, they beat some solid teams here. 
I feel going, like th- I, at, going at Bridgewater Rain. Yeah, did they shock the world? Can we say they shocked the world? I mean, pretty close. They shocked the fo- football <laughs> community, I think, with that one. Although, I, when I was making my picks, I, I was sitting there and I said, you know what? I feel like New Bedford's going to win that game. But then in the back of my mind, I kept saying, well, they're at Bridgewater Rain. like it, beating Bridgewater Rain at BR is not easy. Like, I think in the whole 10 or 11 years I've been here, I think Dartmouth did it one time, you know, and I just was like, yeah. So then I went with New Bedford. And I think you kind of did the we same, same thing. I think we both went with one point yeah, spreads. It was, yeah, it was, you can always tell when we go with one point that we just really don't know who to pick. Yeah, yeah. And we're it's just, basically we're a toss-up when, yeah. when we put it as a one-pointer. Um, but they were um, down huge. I had huge. the same thought, you know. Just, yeah. If that had been a home game, I think we probably both would have picked yeah. the Whalers. But they were down huge. They were down 21 points in the third quarter and just, you know, came back. And it was uh, – I mean, I, I talked to uh, Coach DeBrito, and I said, God, it must have been fun, like, to watch. You know mm. what I mean? Like, being a part of it, it probably was a little crazy and a little bit uh, – Probably the first ever fun Bridgewater Random game he's ever had. Yeah, you know, well, it was definitely his first win over Bridgewater Random because uh, it's been 13 years. Um, but Ethan um, Medeiros, I mean, this kid – you know, comes in first year uh, starting quarterback. And, I mean, he just took over in that game. You know, he had, you know, a big run down the sideline. I, I forget how many touchdowns he had in that. Was it two or three? three? He had the three, three touchdowns yeah, the three in the third and fourth quarter. Yeah. And, I mean, he just took over, you know. And, um, yeah, wasn't up until that point he was and having that's going to be open for him because they have those other weapons that teams are going to be. Yeah, that's what we're talking about, Shahid. Just, they're going to be doubling Shahid. They're going to be watching for Nigel out of the backfield. And that's going to leave some room for Ethan. They're not going to be QB spying him. Nope. They're not going to be sending a second defender at him. You know, there, there's going to be some running lanes for him. There's going to be some yep. option stuff. You know, if he can read the defense and make the right decisions. And it sounded like he did. I mean, yeah. and up until that point in the game, he was having a bad game. You know, he was not having a great game. And, you know, it was kind of like, all right, what do you do? You're down by this much. Do we, do we take him out and we put in somebody else and call it a game? And they were like, you know what, let's – Let's let's have him play one more, you know, one more series, and you know he ends up they score, and then they come back, you know, they come back and they score, and he scores again, and, you know, and it just was like, all right, I guess it was good to kind of keep him in there and, and get it going. And I, I talked to the Barnstable coach this week leading into that, uh, you know, he was at the game obviously scouting, and he said, you know, we knew we had to, you know, kind of account for Nigel, like we knew we would have to focus on him, but now like. Like, we have to watch out for the quarterback, too. Like, I think Ethan's kind of making a little bit of a name for himself. But, uh, you know, Barnstable is, is having a great year, too. They're, uh, they do have one loss. Um, they're 2-1. They're coming off of a, a, a bye. Um, but their one loss was a three-point loss. I'm trying to think of who it was, too. I have it somewhere in my notes in front of me here. Um, and they lost, too. I'm trying to think of who it was here. I don't know if I have it here in my notes. Uh, they lost to Holliston by uh, three points, but they beat Zavarian and Braintree. Zavarian one. Really Zavarian is very impressive. Um, so, and they they've kind of uh, gone. Now this was a three nothing game last year, if people remember. It was yeah, the it was last like last <laughs> of the games at the beginning of the year when New Bedford just couldn't score and yeah. was snake bitten uh. and just kept you know shooting himself in the foot. And they kind of turned things around after this game last year. Yep. And they've won, won nine, out of 10. nine out of ten since this game. Yes. Last year. So it really um, got them so, going. You know, and that's one of the things that this I feel like this New Bedford team has shown a little bit more this year. Last year they showed some good resiliency with that with that bad start mm-hmm. and then kind of coming back and recovering over the rest of the season. But this year's team is able to kind of bounce back within a game. Yes. Which is what that's really they difference. struggled with yeah. last year was things wouldn't go well for them. They'd move the ball a lot and then they just always have that bad penalty or the mm-hmm. turnover in the red zone or at least on the you know the the other end of the field. This year you know, I was at the game, the, the previous game against Whitman Hanson, and there were a couple moments where it was like, oh, you recognize these moments yep. from previous seasons where things would spiral in the past, 
and they don't. They kind of keep yeah. their heads up and they just kind of re-energizes them, yep. you know, as opposed to kind of everyone just being like, oh, here we go again yep. and hanging their heads. Uh, they seem to have some real good in-game ability to kind of bounce back, forget that last play, put it in the rearview mirror and kind of move on to the next play. Yeah. That's and, not and too Coach Sabrito, yeah, Coach Sabrito kind of, uh, you know, talked a little bit on that when, when we were discussing the, for the preview this week is he said, you know, the, like, you know, they have that resilience, they're able to come back and they don't get phased by these things. And a lot of it's because they've overcome stuff in their personal lives, mm. you know, off the field and they've overcome these things. So when something goes wrong on the field, they shake it off. You know, they've, they've learned to kind of just be like, all right, let's keep going. Like let's, you know, and that's really, um, been the big difference between this year and years past, yeah. you know, where they would have a bad penalty and it was like the game almost ended right there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it just took all the momentum out, you know, and this year it's like, all right, well, you know, you had a bad, you know, a turnover, you had a bad penalty, like, all right, let's get it next play, you know, like, or let's get it, you know, next I think drive. A lot of that probably goes back to these captains too. I think they're doing yep. a really good job of keeping the team positive. Yes. And, you know, nobody's kind of griping at each other. The body language has been really good. Uh, at least at the one game I was at this year, you know, like really positive body language, not a lot of sulking, not a lot of kids, you know, yeah. kind of that frustrated, like throwing the arms in the air, like, what are you doing? You know, there's mm-hmm. a lot less of that this year. They seem to really be coming together. Um, and, you know, who's providing some surprising leadership is Nigel. has been, That's I think, great. a really good leader for him. Um, the practice in the game I, I was at, so... Yeah, yeah, it'll be interesting to see. Uh, that's 2 o'clock uh, here in New Bedford. Yep. Uh, hosting Barnstable. And then and, the, uh, one last game. One last game on Saturday is uh, is visit, undefeated Aponiquit, uh is visiting Vogue Tech uh, at 3 o'clock. So we've kind of got, uh, I guess it was, first we have Triple E moved a lot of things to Saturday, and then yeah. SATs moved them later on Saturday. Yeah, so. Yeah, so we got the 1, 2, and 3. Yes, so yeah, one, you two, can at three. least get a double header if you want to do uh, Old Colony and uh, Vogue Tech. Yeah, yeah. You know, so, uh, you know, um, Aponiquit, uh what can we say about the Lakers this year? They, uh, you know, they... Uh, started the year strong with the win over Middleborough, um, and then kind they announced themselves. And yep, then, and then kind of really put that stake in the ground with that old Rochester win. Yep, they did that, um, and then uh, they beat Seekonk, you know, a team that we we were talking earlier. That's probably pretty good. That's going to be in that South Coast Conference like small title race. Um, mm-hmm. They beat them thirty five twenty last week, and uh, you know they've kind of gotten it done. You know, a bunch of different ways. I mean, Kevin Hughes. You know, just, just every game. Yeah, uh, three He's straight good for a hundred and, and at least a score, if not two, every yeah, game. Yeah, you three know, Middleborough. Yeah, and uh, so he's having a huge, huge start to the season. Um, and their quarterback uh, is having Chase Gorman. Yeah, yeah, he's getting really it done. nice. Um, they have uh, Des Rocher. Uh, yep, the receiver has kind of come up big. I think is it two straight games with a touchdown I think catch. So. I believe yep. he, he definitely had one against Old Rogers, and he had one last week. Yep. Um, yeah. So it's Tyler Des Rocher, a younger brother of Kobe. Who, yep, Kobe. Yep. Sure, we all remember. Uh, you know, and then they always have Mike. Hendrickson, who's always kind of been Gorman's yeah, favorite receiver, favorite guy to go to, who hasn't really been found in the end zone as much, but I think he's helped move the chains a lot. No, uh, you yeah, know, during games, he's a good guy they can go to in all kind of those third and long situations. Yeah, so they uh, the offense is averaging about thirty, just over thirty points per game, uh, and the defense. If you that Middleborough game, I know they gave up a lot of points because Middleborough's offense mm-hmm. is ridiculous. Um, but if you take that away, you know they've only given up twenty combined points between Seacon and Old out Rochester. Old Rochester. Yeah, I mean, that was that was yeah. Old Rochester's first time they. I wanted. I looked it up at the time. Two thousand fifteen. Yeah, that I think was feel, the last I feel time like two thousand fifteen. Yeah, when they started that, that year, one. really. Uh, yeah, they had a the tough first start few Cobra games. Yeah. yeah. Um, so. Uh, you know, it's going to be a challenge for Vogue Tech. Um, you know, they've lost two straight after that 2-0 and start to the year. Um, they're hoping and they've to... really lost two straight. Like, yeah. They haven't like, been close. No, no. Um, and they, they, haven't, they haven't had a close game yet. 
No, yeah, they're yeah. either really winning by a lot or or losing by a lot. Um, and it just it just seems like uh, you know you know some some plays not going their way. You know they had some mistakes and like you know last week talking to Justin Cruz after the the old Rochester game, he said you know like against an old Rochester team that's you know always, you know is good. Like we have to play perfect, mm-hmm. and we did it. You know, they turned over the ball, you know, they had some penalties, you know, and like not to say stupid penalties, but penalties that hurt them, you know, in key moments when they were driving. It seemed like every time they were driving, they were just about to score, you know, something would happen, whether it was a penalty, a turnover, you know, um, a few times the defense was kind of out of position. So it's like, you know, Old Rochester had a big play, but it was kind of because whoever on Vogue was supposed to be there and the secondary wasn't there. Mental or, mistakes. Yeah, mental mistakes. Um, so, and he said, you know, next week it's the same thing. You know, we have to play perfect to be in the game mm-hmm. against Aponiquit. So, um, hopefully they'll have a good week of practice um, leading up to this game because it's going to be, it's definitely going to be a challenge, um, you know, against the Lakers who are pretty much, they're in the driver's seat, right? I mean, they're uh, well, just... Well, Somerset-Berkeley, right? Still yes, undefeated. Yeah, so but that'll be a big that'll game. That'll be a big game, the Somerset-Berkeley-Ponequit yeah. uh, one. But, uh, you know, I mean, they've, they've had that... Beating ORR, I think, was a huge oh, step a for huge them. huge hurdle to get over. Yeah, so... And really kind of just said, announced that they yes, arrived. Yeah, so um, so that game is, like we said, Aponequit uh, at Greater New Bedford Vogue Tech, Saturday at 3 p.m., so... So that's uh, the that's full slate, slate of seven games. Uh, we got uh, three teams looking to go to four and zero. Oh. Yep. We got Dartmouth looking for its first win, and then a couple teams in the middle. You know, Rochester yep. at two and one, Fairhaven at one and two, and you know, Wareham at two and one too. So. Yep. And then Stang is off. And Stang is Stang is off this week, yep. and uh, you know, hope that sitting at two and two, coming off a win, so hopefully a couple good weeks of practice here will uh, kind of invigorate them heading into the uh, conference portion of the schedule. When they get back, I'm right. Yeah, I think Gotta they be. have a uh, coil. I think next yeah, week. Yeah, yeah. So we get into the conference stuff. So, <laughs> yeah. So as always, you can listen to this podcast uh, wherever you get your podcasts on Spotify, Google Play, iTunes, all those good places. You can read our football coverage in the Standard Times and on SouthCoastToday.com, and follow along with uh, all the games that we're at on Twitter at SC underscore Varsity. And afterwards, we like to post uh, some highlights, especially some videos on Instagram, which is at SC Varsity. No underscore on the Instagram to keep you on your toes. So yeah. thanks for uh, joining me, Lori. Yeah. Oh, no problem. And uh, one thing I just wanted to put out there real quick is uh, each week we're asking people to vote for their uh, who they think is the football player of the week. And also we want you to tell us uh, what's the game of the week. What game are you most excited about? We really about? debated it this week. What did, the, what did the people say this week? You know, I, I haven't had a chance to look at it. <laughs> look right, at you it. ended up choosing the but New Bedford I, game. Yeah, I, I figured it was the New Bedford because there was a couple there. Old Colony had the big matchup undefeated. Yep. You know, there's a few different ones. Ponequit Vogue is always just a good SEC two locals. game. Yeah, so, uh, you know, let us know. Old Rogers or DR is historically been a really important yes. game. Yes. Yeah, let us know what you what game you're most excited about each week, so. And that's you can find that on southcoasttoday.com or southcoastvarsity.com. Yep.